Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list. And I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it. Or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. 
Hello. So I'm excited to talk to you about experience gifts. I know this is It's a big topic that comes up a lot every year inside of the Motherhood Simplified group. And that is the topic of people requesting their family and friends give their kids the gift of experiences and the gift of time over just pointless or random or gifts that are going to end up clutter very soon after Christmas. And I think we all understand why, as we live in a consumer society, as we talk about decluttering all of the time why mothers and families would be requesting experience type gifts instead of, you know, just a bunch of stuff, right? We're overwhelmed by the amount of stuff we have already. We are wanting to shift our values from being focused around things and stuff and items and consuming more and more and more on quality time and connecting with our family and doing things together, right? So it's like putting the people, people over things, right? Use things, not people, right? Instead of use people, not things. That's what we're all going for. Like that's the essence of what we want. And I have a podcast episode that I recorded um, a couple years ago now called Why We Don't Do the Gift of Experiences as a Family. And I still believe a lot of what I said in there. What I said in that original episode is that I feel like it's weird to package up my time and gift it to my kids. Like I feel like as a mother, I want to give them the gift of time every day. And that's kind of how we live our life throughout the rest of the year is like spending our time together. That's why I have decluttered. That's why I declutter and keep things simple 364 days out of the year. That's you know not exactly true because there are holidays, holidays and stuff throughout the year. But the reason that I declutter and simple for my home every other day of the year is so that when we get time or get to these times of year where we're doing extras, we're doing more, we can do other things, right? The majority of our, of our life, the way that I have set up our home and our life now is that we spend a lot of time together. We do a lot of things together, especially now that my kids are getting older, like my daughter's 13 and on Thanksgiving week, you know, we created a list of all of the Christmas activities that we want to do, right? Ice skating and crafting and oh my gosh, I can't even remember. It's so long. But my point is that our life in general is centered around the gift of time and experiences. And so I don't feel like I have to like do that so much during the holidays. And I also, in that original episode, talked about how I I don't want people I don't want to send the message to my kids that giving gifts and giving people stuff is wrong or bad or awkward. Um, We do ultimately live in a physical world. And so giving gifts that you can see and tangibly touch sometimes is really nice. It's a love language and it's one that I speak fluently. (laughs) I love giving gifts and I love to get a really great gift. And so I don't want my kids to be like, oh, we can only you know, we can't get gifts. And so I'm just mindful of that message too, of like not taking it so far, like being zero anti-consumerism at all. And just like finding a balance that feels good and right for our family. And then the last thing that I said on there is that to me, Christmas morning is an experience. So I will openly say that we are not a religious family. And so for us, we celebrate what I heard it called last year is like cultural Christmas. Like We pull from a lot of stories. We pull from a lot of experiences and beliefs and values when it comes to Christmas, the Christmas experience for us, right? 
and it's cultural Christmas for us as a family, which means that Christmas morning is an experience. To me, it is about having fun with my kids. To me, it is about going all out, right? And when I say all out, that's probably by most people's standards, not very extreme, right? But for us, it is outside of the norm. It's outside of the norm. It's we give each other a lot of gifts. It is centered around abundance and love and fun and activities and giving each other things and having that experience. So I stand by a lot of what I said in that original episode. You can go listen to it. Like I said, it's linked in the show notes. But I have changed my stance a little bit on the gift of experiences for my kids, especially as my other kids get older. So part of the reason, and hopefully this is where you're like, okay, this is where I'm I'm understanding. This is where we're on the same page, Krista, as I tell you like why people request experience gifts, especially mothers, usually because they are already overwhelmed by the amount of stuff that they have in their home that receiving gifts instead of it feeling generous and fun and like an expression of love, it immediately feels like a burden because you already are drowning in stuff in your home. And so it seems like the thing to ask for and the thing to request are experience gifts, right? Because then you're not getting more stuff, right? Then you're getting to spend time with people. You don't have more things to take care of. You don't have more things to organize. You don't have more duplicate toys, right? You're getting things that don't feel like a burden. And that makes complete sense. Of course, you would ask for that. But the problem in their lies that unless you declutter and simplify your home the rest of the year, you're really cutting yourself short in a lot of ways because you could be having a holiday experience that is more open, is more, there's more freedom in it. There's more ability to give and receive freely without expectations or conditions or resentments. If you just declutter your house the rest of the year and let people give gifts to you as, as they see fit, right? Within your boundaries, of course. Cause I know some people, this isn't, this is assuming that your relationships are healthy and your boundaries are not being intentionally violated. That's a different conversation. There is an episode, a couple episodes back that you can go listen to for that. But for the most part, that's why people request experience gifts. And I will also say that they're requesting experiencing experience gifts because it's aligned with their values, right? The values of spending quality time rather than just giving each other random things. But as my kids get older, I do find the value in giving experience style gifts because as my kids get older, the types of items that they would like to open on a Christmas morning are more expensive. And I'm just not going to spend $2,500 on tech gifts for my kids. It doesn't align with my values. It doesn't align with my budget right now. And I'm just not going to do it. And the other thing is now too, that my kids are older. And so they have a better concept of like opening up a gift on Christmas morning that they have to wait to use. For my younger kids, the example that everybody can relate to is like, if my if my three-year-old opened up a zoo pass on Christmas morning, she's going to want to go to the zoo right now, right? Otherwise, she's like not going to understand the gift. And it's just like, yeah, it's kind of, you know, the type of experience for a three-year-old is not that great, right? Or maybe it's like, well, we're going to take you ice skating in a month, right? And they're like, I don't understand, right? They just don't understand the concept. And that's okay. They don't have to understand it. But I do see value in giving those kinds of gifts to my older kids, right? Like taking my son to like potentially... This is not something that we're doing, but like to an NFL game, right? Getting tickets to an NFL game that him and my husband can go to. That's an experience gift that he would be excited about because he's old enough now to be excited about that and understand it, right? 
or a zoo pass or, you know, my daughter getting her hair done professionally or getting her nails done or tickets to Cedar Point or things like that where they can understand it. So I will say that now that my kids are a little bit older and the style of gifts that they're they're wanting, experience gifts make more sense. And so the reason that I'm telling you that is that there really is no right or wrong way to do gifts in your house, whether it's experience gifts or not, giving each other tangible gifts they open or not. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And as your kids get older and as you have more kids and you know extended family grows, the way that you do gifts is going to change. So don't expect it to always be the same and don't expect to always hold the same beliefs and values because they might shift and change over time like mine have. So, you know, a lot of my beliefs are the same as a couple of years ago. And then some of them have changed where I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Like experiences this time make sense. And I did this year ask my parents to help us get a zoo pass because I did not get a zoo pass this year. I just, I don't know, we had other things going on and I didn't think anyone would miss it. And then around like mid October, end of like beginning of November, my five-year-old was like, why don't we ever go to the zoo anymore? And I was like, dang it. Like I should have gotten a zoo pass. And then the Christmas lights are coming and the only way to go to see the Christmas lights are if you have a zoo pass. And so I'm like, dang it, I should have gotten a zoo pass. And I decided to use that as an opportunity to tell my parents who we have a good, you know, communication with of like, would you guys mind, you know, helping us out with getting the zoo pass? And they were like, yeah, of course we would love to. And so I told my kids that like grandpa and grandma got you a zoo pass for Christmas. That's their Christmas gift to you so that we can go see the Christmas lights. And they were all happy about that. And I told my kids, they don't know this. I told my kids like, that's their present um, from them this year. Like just so you know, usually they send gift cards and some games, um, but this year they're just sending the zoo pass. And then my parents sent the normal stuff anyway. And so that's going to be a little bonus surprise for them. But I was really pleased because my kids were so excited and so grateful that they got that gift of experience. My younger kids don't understand. Uh, they're three and five, but my older kids were like, yay, I didn't think we were going to get to go because I told them I really don't want to buy a zoo pass <laughs> in the winter time, right? I'll buy it in the spring. And they were bummed and then it, and then it worked out. So my older kids were really grateful for that. And it does feel aligned with my values where I'm like, we want to spend time together, right? We want to have communication with my with grandparents. I want my kids to be grateful for their gifts. I don't want them to expect, you know, to get certain kinds of gifts from people all of the time or every year. I want them to have gratitude for the gifts that they do have. I want them to appreciate the gift of time, right? And the gift of a zoo pass or, you know, something that they can do together over just piles of stuff and um so yeah, it's it's shifting for me as my kids get older. And I have a unique situation where I can see how my younger kids just have no concept of at all of like grandma and grandpa gifted this to you, right? They're like, cool, I'm hungry, right? I want a snack. But my older kids understood it. So it shifts and change. If your kids are really young, they might not really understand the gift of experience. And that's okay. You can still do them. Of course, you can still do them. Um, and you're not obligated to do gifts in any kind of way that anybody says, right? You don't have to do like we do, which is like a Christmas morning experience of opening presents. You don't have to do that either. We just enjoy it. So all of that to say, enjoy your holidays however you want to enjoy them. Make the gifts that you give align with your values and as much as possible, 
clear the clutter from your home and your life so that you can receive gifts from people that they choose to give to you, whether it's something that was on your list or not, that you can just receive it without it feeling like a burden, or at least with it feeling less like a burden because you know that you are the gatekeeper of your home and you can decide what to keep and not keep. You know, at the end of the day, it's your decision. So I hope this is helpful for you. Please go check out that episode that I did a couple of years ago about why we don't do the gift of experiences. I think it will give you some clarity and maybe some permission to celebrate the holidays in whatever way works for you without feeling bad about it, without feeling pressured, without feeling like you need to do it a different way. You can just do it however feels good for you. So that's it for today's episode. I will see you all on the next one. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.